Welcome back, real estate rock stars. I'm Shelby Johnson, and here's what you can expect in today's show. A straight up Gen Z perspective on being a realtor, becoming your city's local expert on socials, and the go-to page for shareable fun information, and high energy unfiltered thoughts throughout. Today's guest is Morgan Turner out of Dayton, Ohio, and she's been an agent for only a year and a half. So she got into the game right as 2023 was kicking off and she closed 30 in her first almost year and a half. And she currently has five pending to close all as a solo agent. Real estate rockstars, please welcome Morgan Turner. gate, you did really well, you know, closing 30 in your first year and a half in the game. And I know with so many agents, marketing, aka like lead gen or building a brand is just such a hurdle in the beginning. And it, and it feels like you overcame that quickly. Could you talk to us about your, your marketing strategy? How did you lead gen from day one until we are now? Just tracking everything that I'm not tracking, but videoing everything I'm doing. Um, I get a lot of inspiration from like boutiques and hairstylists, to be honest with you. And they're just constantly filming their stuff. And they're almost like just these creatives all on social media. And that's exactly what I've done since day one is just like filming myself. Like people know I'm a new agent and I'm out here putting a sign in the yard, like, and I'm just filming it. I don't know. Um, social media has been exactly everything that I've done since day one, um, of real estate, to be honest with you. So back to, let's rewind a little bit. So you yeah. decided you get your real estate license. Did you already have um, like a following? Were you already posting consistently or, and what, what, it, where did you start at really? Okay. Yeah. So um, real estate started for me when my dad was like, I think you'd be good at this. And I was like, no, I'm not really into it. Well, I did try to take the test and I was like, I failed twice. And I was like, nope, God's telling me this ain't it. You're done. This isn't it for you. So I was like, okay, I'm done trying. Um, and then I started working for a title company and then I became an admin um, for my brokerage and I saw the checks coming through and I was like, let me give this a time. <laughs> let me give this a try one more time. Let's see where it could go. Um, so I did that and uh, I took my test four more times and finally got it. And I was very transparent from the beginning on like how many times I took my test and stuff. And I think that people um, enjoyed that authenticity, just that like, this was really hard for me and I did everything I possibly could. Back to social media on having a following. I wouldn't say I've I've always had a large following. I've had a little bit more than average, I would say. Um, I used to do bodybuilding, so I kind of grew a following from that. Um, and then I was like, we need to we need to flip the script because bodybuilding is not for me anymore. This is not my line. I need a completely new following. Um, and that's where it kind of started with real estate. So it was a lot of fitness at first, and it was a little bit more than your normal person. Okay. So you starting out, you had a little bit of experience building your brand in the bodybuilding world on yeah. all of the platforms. Cause I was looking at, but you know, ahead of time and you're on TikTok, you're on Instagram and yeah. you just seem like you're really, what other platforms are you on? Where did you focus in the beginning? Facebook, Facebook. And then, yeah. um, also with fitness, I did a lot of YouTube videos, but I deleted all those. <laughs> so they're gone. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Gotcha. So what would you say your primary focus is? With as far socials. as which social media or which platform, yeah, my the platform I think I gain the most leads from is Instagram. Yeah, Instagram is probably my focus. I do 
And it's weird because videos don't perform the same on each platform. Like TikTok is completely different than Instagram. So um, the video I film is really like, depends on where I post it. Or sometimes I'll do both and just see how it does. But um, I would say Instagram is basically where I, where I put most of my focus in nowadays. What has been your strategy with Instagram? So um, I actually plan to film and if I could restart I would do this but um I plan to film my me taking the test and me studying and all of that um but then when I had to take it six times I was like we're not posting that we are not posting that until I actually get my license I absolutely not so um but once I got my license that's where I like I just started like filming like every day what I was doing I'm going on this showing where do you think this house is and that's kind of where I just focused. I wasn't trying to be like, use me as your realtor. I am so good. Like, it's just like, that's weird. And I basically just like shared my daily life and people were, were always reminded that I'm a realtor because I'm just sharing what I'm doing. Not necessarily saying like, hey, I'm a realtor. Use me as your agent. So I guess that's been kind of my focus the entire, the entire time on Instagram. And you're how old? You're 25. I'm 25. So you like grew up in this, what generation are you? Is that a Gen Z? I, I think it's, I think it's Gen Z. Yeah. So I was born in 98. Um, so yeah, I mean, I had an Instagram since I was 12. So yes, I grew up with Instagram. Okay. So, cause in my mind, I'm like thinking about, I got my license and I want to start using social media to, as a way to lead generate. I would never naturally think of, you know, and I'm on your page right now, like sharing your date night, or, yeah. you know, these other things, but it's clearly working for you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I, like I said, I grew up with social media and it's almost weird to think to me, like, how did people do it before? I, I legit do not know. If I had to shut off all social media, no TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, I would be lost and I don't know how I would, I wouldn't have a business actually. 100%. I'm being so serious. <laughs> so, um, when it's like, when I look at like the older agents that are like, I don't understand social media. I would never use that. I don't know what they're doing. So like we're working great, but like, I don't have a clue how I would get any leads if it wasn't for social media. So, um, yeah, <laughs> I just grew up with it. So in your posts, um, they're very aesthetically pleasing. Like they're pretty, you have these six things to do this weekend and it's like very, are these templates? How are you, how are you making them so pretty? Um, CapCut. <laughs> CapCut is where I edit all my stuff, but I, I don't feel like, I actually hate my feed right now because I don't really like all the letters and the six and the five and the, I don't like all the words on my um, grid but it's eye-catching when you're scrolling because you're like, oh, five things to do this weekend. Let's let's see it. We're into it. So, And they know what they're expecting from the very first clip, that there's only five things. Like, they're not going to be sitting here for, they don't know how long. Like, they know the countdown. And that's why I kind of like doing the numbers on the screen. Yeah, you might not how it look, like how it looks, but I really do. And guys, if you're you. listening and you're like, I want to see two, go to Turgan. Turgan. <laughs> yes, Turgan. So it's Morgan Please Turner. Don't. Morgan Turner put together Turgan. <laughs> okay, and it's T U R G A N N N N. Four ends, yep. With the four ends. Okay, gotcha. So you, okay, you're filming your daily life, and then how much time are you spending editing? What does that look like? Can you actually walk us yeah. through realistically what a day in your life looks like? Yeah, so 
realistically a day in my life. Honestly, I'm, I'm just going to be completely honest with you. I am like lost right now. So I just recently quit the admin job I spoke of. Um, I quit that in August. So I don't have like the day to day on what I'm doing. And I have got to get that together because I'm waking up like, so what are we doing today? Where are we getting coffee? Like, who wants to call me? Once you call me, I'll go ahead and give like, I'll figure that out at the time. Um, but so anyways, back to that. I'm still trying to figure out, like, I need to have themed days. Like, on Wednesday, I do all of my filming. On Thursdays, I do all of my editing or whatever that is. Usually, towards Wednesday, Thursday, Friday is the time of the week that I start filming. And I edit immediately after filming. Um, if I wait, which I know a lot of people like to do that, like, bulk bulk film and then edit, Um if I wait, I end up hating it and then I have to retake the video. So if I just do it and then get it done, I'll do that. But so I can't really walk you through my day to day. It's like if someone emails me or someone texts me, I go, I go off of that. And then I just know the videos I have to film the week that week. So how do you, what, how do you know what videos you're going to film that week? So I know I want to do a five things to do this weekend or a, um, business highlight, like my top five, uh, coffee shops in the Dayton area or top five boutiques in the Dayton area. Um, so I know I want to do that at least once a week. The other thing is I'm trying to film a day in the life once a week. Um, there are like boutique and hairstylists that I follow. They do a day in the life every single day. That would be amazing. I just, I would freak out. I don't have time for that. Um, <laughs> I just can't. So I know those two videos I want to do at least once a week. And then, um, there for a minute when I started really growing my following, I was doing a home tour video once a week. So on the weekend, my boyfriend would film it for me and then he would edit and I would get it up by Wednesday. Thursday would be the um, six, th five things to do this weekend. And then the day in the life thing, I just recently threw in there. So, yeah. Which I definitely did watch beforehand. I am, And I think it's just a human nature thing. People yeah. are like fascinated by the day in the life. Like, I really am. I'm like, I want to know what you're doing. I want to see yeah. you, you freaking curled your hair. I was like, okay, I'll watch this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, so I, I love that. And that's, I really think that that's what people forget when they get on social media because they think that it's like marketing themselves as like, I'm a realtor. I do this. I sell this house. I buy this house. And I think that that's what they forget because they get on there and they do that. And people just want to see what you're doing. And then they will be reminded like that you're a realtor throughout the day. Um, but yeah, people are just nosy. I am too. I love watching it. I love watching those. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And you're right about it's just reminding them because you have it right in your name at the top. It says Morgan Turner, Dayton, Ohio realtor. Mm -hmm. And then in your bio, I like that it says number one greater Dayton local expert because right away people can understand what to expect for expect, those yep. five places to go or yeah. the business highlight or whatever. And then the rest is just like fun, playful. Um, okay. So we have, we have the, we have what you film on a regular basis and then your process is to edit right away. You're using cat cut. What other tips do you have in the editing process? Like trending audio, like, tr yeah. like what? girl, yeah. I don't know. Please help yeah. me. Yeah. No, I got you. <laughs> I'm so 33 the trending... over yeah. the edge. <laughs> no. <laughs> so the trending audio, I tried that in the beginning with like the voiceovers and like, you know, you're matching your mouth to the voice or whatever. And you're trying to do those funny ones. I just never felt those worked for me. Um, I stopped doing those. And that's when I started doing like the real authentic, uh, videos. And that's what really took 
my page off, I would say, is like doing just like not, not doing not the audio ones, I guess. Um, so that I wouldn't really suggest in the caption. I'm always putting like keywords. So if someone Googles like Dayton Realtor, I have Dayton Realtor in every single post I have. So in hashtags, moving to Dayton, Ohio, living in Dayton, Ohio, all of that. Um, and a lot of people are like, oh, I don't know if hashtags work. I don't know if keywords work, but that's literally how people have found me. Um, I had someone from Texas find me because I did a house in um, Brookville, Ohio, um, where it was like, uh, it was a home tour and someone looked up Brookville Realtors and I was the realtor they got in contact with and now he's my client. So it's like just using those keywords, I, I would say they're like, that's what helps me the most. And then just like providing value to people that they're sending to their friends. They're looking for date night ideas. And I say, here are date night ideas you can do. By the way, I'm Morgan Turner, your greater date and local expert and realtor. And then I move into it. Like it's just this real quick sprinkle of like, by the way, but anyways, let's get onto it. They're sending that to their friends. And then they're like, oh my gosh, she's providing so much about what's going on in the area. Like I'm just trying to be like that expert that they're sending to their friends, but then they're going to remember, oh yeah, there is a realtor that I've been sent a couple of times. So that's, that's my biggest advice on like creating videos is be an expert in your area. So as far as training audios and stuff, that's out the door. I'm like, I, I don't even know. <laughs> that's too hard. <laughs> I got to find someone who's like 21. They'll know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. over the edge 18. Now. <laughs> yeah, I'm over the edge. Exactly, 18. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so we got, we got, um, my question too next is that a lot of these, like the photos and the video, it looks very high quality. And you already mentioned that your husband, I mean, and I saw on your day in the life, like he's got a big ass camera. So how much, <laughs> how much of this is like lighting and how much, um, is the, I don't know, talk me through like yeah. the, that piece. We did put a lot of money and time in research. Let me, let me rephrase that. He put a lot of research and time into it. Um, I was like, this is a business expense, you know, let's do it. Um, but no, he like has just done so much research on YouTube on like how to use camera equipment and stuff like that. Um, and by the way, that's not his full-time job. Everybody thinks that he's a photographer. He's not. Um, we've spent honestly, and I'm just going to be very raw, probably about $4,000 in camera equipment, um, with the gimbals and the, camera and the different lenses we've talked to so many different people um and just done a lot of res research on that the videos of the house tours are what those are for um and that's also something that i can provide for a listing when i tell someone that you know i'm working with a seller like i'm also going to provide you a really good video of your house and it's going to go out to a lot of people that follow me on social media um so that's just another layer but yeah so all of the high quality that's all from the phone it's a mix of phone and camera with a high quality lens so that's all home tour videos but as far as like the top if you're seeing me like talk to the camera like almost like in the frame of instagram that's just my phone <laughs> gotcha gotcha okay so we have a little bit on the equipment link and then is CapCut the only thing you're doing for editing um yeah i would say CapCut. he's now trying to learn uh davinci resolve for the home tour yeah. videos um really hard to learn um he's told me so far it's just not as user-friendly but CapCut is so user-friendly i recommend it on the phone and on the desktop um editing i'll use tezza sometimes on top of my videos just to like 
brighten like my skin color and like make things a little bit more uh, saturated. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much all the editing. Yeah, CapCut is where it's at. How much does CapCut and has a, how much does, do those cost? CapCut, I use the free one. They do have a pro version. I don't know how much that costs. Tezza is, um, they also have a free one, but I do think I pay for it. I would say it's not any more than like 10 bucks a month or something like that. It's, it's a less than 10 months. Um, oh, I just thought of something else. We also have a music thing that we do. And I wish I had the, um, actually epidemic, epidemic sound is what we use for all of our videos. Um, they just have more sound choices that you can use. And I'm always asking Nico, why can't we use Drake? Like, why can't we use Morgan Wallen? Like I want, and he's like, that is copyright, Morgan. That is not legal. <laughs> I'm like, but I don't get it. I, I really don't, but. <laughs> You're hilarious. I can see why authenticity works for you. Yeah. <laughs> you are just straight up. It is, it is what you get. It's, yeah. I'm loving it. Yeah. Um, okay. So at this point, I kind of got the, I got the flow. And then are you just manually posting? You edit the video, you post right away, you do your little hashtags, um, and which anyone, guys, just go to our Instagram profile. And if you want to copy, just, you know, rip off yeah. and duplicate, of course. Um, <laughs> but from there, you post. What is your time? Do you have strategy on what time to post? How quick are you to ensure that, like, you engage with comments? Like, what, is there anything of that going on? Not at all. Nope. Not at all. <laughs> you I'm so sorry. It's really not like I'll post at 8 a.m. I'll post at 8 p.m. It doesn't matter what day. And a lot of people like I'll follow social media pages and they talk about it like, yeah, you you need to look at when you're and I'm like, just just send it because tomorrow it may blow up today. It may not work. But if I wait another day, I probably will hate the video. So just send it. That's how I feel, to be honest. And then like with engagement, I'll engage back to people. Um. But that's honestly just because I'm on my phone too much. It's not like I'm trying to. Yeah. You're just yeah. attached. No, that makes yeah. sense. Okay. So you're posting, you engage right back. And then um, besides your like subtle, not so subtle, kind of subtle reminders that you yeah. are in real estate from yeah. there, are there any, is there any other outreach that you do that's like specific? Like, hey, are you looking or do you just wait? And from what you post, people come to you. Yeah, so um, I basically wait. I'm going to be honest with you. I, ju I just basically wait. I don't ever really go out searching. My boyfriend's really big on like, hey, she's a realtor. Hey, she's... And I'm like, just cut it off. Like, it's... I think that's so embarrassing. <laughs> I'm like, just stop. Um, but no, I, I just... I wait. I don't really do any outreach. I will... Um, if someone has a question about houses or whatever, I'll message them, you know, and I'll just say, hey... If you need any help, I'm here to answer any questions about real estate. I don't really tell them like, I'm working with you. I would like to work with you. On Facebook, I've done that a couple times. You know, those like groups where it's like, which the suburbs in Dayton are like the Beaver Creek mom's Facebook page or like the Fairborn mom's Facebook page. And it is so cool when you finally get some people commenting, like they're like, I look for, a I'm looking for a realtor and people are commenting your name. They're like, I'm doing my job. That's so, that is like one of the best feelings. And I'll reach out to that person. But to be honest, they're getting 90 comments on that one post. I'm like, it's not even worth it at that point. Sometimes I'll reach out and just like, hey, I'd love to work with you. You know, five people mentioned me in your comments. So, <laughs> but it never, it never works for me to be honest. So. 
Here's a quick commercial break from our sponsor, Ryan Pineda. If you are trying to grow your real estate investing business, then you need to join us at Wealthy Investor. You have no idea what Wealthy Investor is. It is our coaching program and community. We have helped thousands of students worldwide grow their business. Now, it doesn't matter if you're just getting started and you're trying to get that first deal. We can help you do that. If you're trying to scale your business and go from a few deals a year to a few deals a month or even seven figures a year, we can help you do that too. In fact, last year alone, we had over 30 students do over a million dollars in revenue. And I'd love for you to be the next one. So it's pretty simple. If you're trying to grow your business and wholesale more homes or flip more homes or buy more rental properties, then you need to go to wealthyinvestor.com and book a free call with our team. It's super simple. We'll go on a strategy call with you and figure out how we can help you grow according to your needs. So all you got to do is go to wealthyinvestor.com, book the free call with the team, and we'll see you there. Now back to the show. Okay. So from here, you are, you're doing your thing on social media. You're being consistent. You are putting out valuable and aesthetically pleasing content. And from there, you are building your personal brand on multiple platforms. Um, let's talk about when the, when the people reach out to you, yeah. what does your process look like from okay. let's just pretend I'm a buyer and then I reach out and can you just take me through kind of what it would be like to work with Morgan? Yeah. Yeah. So I, um, they reach out to me and it's usually on Instagram messages or I have a link tree where you can chat on the link tree, which I really like. Um, that's a good tool to use in your Instagram if you want, but, um, they'll message me. I'll say, yeah, Wait, real quick. yeah. on the link tree. Yeah. Um, the, is the chat, like the let's chat feature I have it pulled up. Is that um, through Linktree or is that uh, something else that you added yeah, in there? Well? No, it's through Linktree. Um, it was something I found in there. I don't remember how I did it, but it's all free. Because um, yesterday I was looking on there and I wanted to add like, how did you find me? Are you finding this through TikTok or through Instagram? Because yeah. I'll just get the email and I don't know where it's coming from. Um, but you have to pay for that and I don't want to. So <laughs> that's, um, yeah, but the, yeah, Linktree is super helpful. Um, and it's better than than the websites, in my opinion. Websites just get a little hairy when you have to like export, or like you're going out of Instagram to a website. So um, I like Linktree, but it, and Instagram doesn't like that either. So like yeah. when they when you direct them off the platform, Instagram doesn't like it because their whole goal is to keep you on the platform. Oh, so I didn't know. Yeah. That, I didn't know that you could. Um, and actually, that is the goal of all of these platforms, like YouTube and TikTok and Instagram. They will push forward your content if you, if people start binging you, because oh. <laughs> then they keep people on the platform. Anyway, that's a whole different conversation. But so the, this, um, let's chat on Linktree. Love that. So they reach out to you in some way, shape or form and then keep going. Yeah. So they reach out to me on let's chat and I will take their number and I just text them and I'm like, Hey, this is Morgan Turner. You just reached out to me. Um, I see that you're interested in whatever. Um, can I give you a call? So, and the reason I did that was because I used to just call them and that freaks people out. People are like, don't call me. <laughs> I know I gave you my phone number, but don't call me. So I give them a warm like text. <laughs> so warm up before I just straight in call them. Um, so yeah, I call them and I'm just like, Hey, you know, tell me a little bit about what you're looking for. Uh, you know, I let them explain it. And then after that, they're usually not approved. So I get them in a group chat with my lender. Um, or unless they have a lender they want to work with. 
Um, and then I just kind of go from there. I let them tell me what they're looking for. And a lot of times um, I let them tell me what they're looking for in the same conversation as getting approved with the lender, because I think it's the lending part is like, oh, I hate this. We're talking about money and I don't know if I can afford a house. And then the other part's like, I want a four bedroom. I want three baths. I want this big backyard. And they feel good about telling me what they're looking for. So it's like this, you're, you're balancing out the hard conversation about how much can you afford and what do you want? You know what I mean? So I will make all those notes on what they want. And I end the conversation with that on what they want. Um, and then I will also just follow up with that group chat with the lender. And then I text them and just say like, once you get approved, I'll go ahead and set this search up um, on the MLS. If I have a really good feeling about them getting approved, I will probably just set the search up as already. Um, some people just don't even know what they can get approved for. So I'll set the search up and they're getting this warm and fuzzy feelings of all these houses coming to them. And they're getting in the mindset that they're going to buy a house. So even like, they asked me to go see one. I'm like, have you got approved yet? So I just feel like sending houses, even though they may not be approved, is this warm and fuzzy feeling and they just feel good about it. I don't know. That's That could just all be up here. I don't know. No, Psychologically. Dude, I, I love the psychology behind actually. Yeah. All of this. yeah. Um, okay. So to take away from that, it sounds like you do the warm text, then you give them a call, but it sounds like a lot of your communication is through text, group chats, text. Yes. Yeah, I do a lot of group chat and text. And email, I feel like I'm just not looking at my emails as much as I should. I mean, not as much. I look at them every day. But, like, I'm not on them throughout the day. You know what I mean? Like, if someone texts me, I'm getting back to you super quick. Like, like that. Unless I just don't have the answer and I'm looking for the answer. So, yeah, group chats and group chats with husbands and wives. This is a whole thing. I don't know if anyone else has had experience with that, but... It's like you told him and you didn't tell me. And it's like, oh, get your relationship together. <laughs> God. Uh, is your is your lender your age or older he or is, younger? He's 35. 35. Yeah. Okay. No, I was just curious if you're like, you know, target audience that you do most deals with is like this generation. Not that, I mean, dude, you're eight years older than me, math. I mean, younger, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so it's like not that much, but it is very interesting. Like even what you just said in the beginning about how like if Instagram, if the social media platforms went away, you'd be like, what do I do? Yeah. Like that's a, it's so interesting to me because I must have, I must be, you know, in a yeah. different gender, which I am. Um, but anyway, so question with your, are you finding that the people who reach out to you, are they your, are they a variety of ages or are they uh, like... I would say my biggest following is between like 19 to, and this is probably too big of a, no, not 19. It's probably like 23 to 30 is my biggest age group. Um, 19 to the 22 mark. There are still some people that reach out to me in that area, but it's usually like, I want to become a realtor. Um, how do you do it? You know? Um, but yeah, I would say all of my clients are usually like 23 to 30. And I have gotten people older than that. And like their 45s that were like, I found you on TikTok. And I'm like, look at you, 45, follow me on TikTok. That's what I like to hear. So yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, let's keep going through your process. So they yeah. are pre-approved. You're setting them up for searches. What is your process for like showings? Or do you do a buyer presentation? Like what is your, tell me about yeah. what you do. So I feel like presentations... I don't do a pres 
buyer presentation. Sometimes, sometimes I'll do a listing presentation, but I feel like that takes the relationship out of it. It's like, all right, I am a realtor and I'm going to show you X, Y, and Z. Like, it's like, just get to know me. I really just want complete, like, we are friends. We are working together. Um, I don't know how to explain that. And I don't know if that's professional, but that's really what I want. So yeah, I, they get approved. I start sending them houses. They start show, sending me the houses that they're interested in. Um, and I'm like, all right, let's see it. And I want to get them in there as soon as humanly possible, just because they're starting that process. And when they're looking at houses, like they're already, they're already in the mode. You know what I mean? So, um, because if you wait, then they're going to be like, oh, I'll just rent for another year. So anyways, but yeah, I get them in the houses and we just start looking. I don't really do a buyer presentation, but as I'm telling, talking them through the house, I'm handing out tips. Like when we do an inspection, this is how an inspection goes. And I break down like you can't ask for cosmetic issues. It's only, you know, large issues or something like that. Um, and then also when they're a contingent offer and a lot of the young buyers that I work with sometimes are contingent. I bring up how contingent offers are, you know, how, how those can be navigated. But yeah, I just kind of talked sure. to her. Oh what? my God. Tell us about the contingent offers, what that is, how to navigate it. Yeah. So, um, it depends if the lender tells you they have to be contingent or not. Um, I just had a situation where I told my buyers, I said, I really, you, they did not have to be contingent. They wanted to be contingent. And I said, it's really hard but I'm not telling you I can't do it. I, it's possible. We can do it. It's just harder to get your contract accepted. The good thing is we're not in a market that is super hot right now. When we get in spring, that's going to be a bigger deal, but yes, so we can make it work. They fell through on their first offer because they, they wanted to be contingent. They fell through because of the contingent and all right, we're not going to be contingent anymore. And I was like, sometimes you can tell them until you're blue in the face, but they have to just, they have to learn that fall on themselves. Um, and you know, then they're gonna be like, Oh, you told us, but you know, so that's, that's kind of my whole thing on contingent offers is like, if they don't have to be, it's, you don't, I shouldn't, you shouldn't do it. <laughs> okay. Perfect. So you're, you're leaning on relationships. You are yeah. becoming friends as opposed to ever, you know, kind of being like more stuffy, more professional. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then from there, let's say it goes under contract. Do you use a transaction coordinator? Do you have any admin support behind the scenes? So we do have an admin at a brokerage, and I know a lot of brokerages don't have admins anymore, but we do have an admin that works for their for the brokerage. Um, I don't really use the support. I do everything on my own. One day, I my mom helps me with like QuickBooks and stuff, with like keeping my stuff in track. Um, but one day, I called my mom and I was like. This is a time crunch. I, cause I was on the road all day and I had an inspection due. I had to get docs back on a counter offer and like, I didn't want the counter. It was an all time crunch. I was like, can you please help me? And I walked her through on the way from showing to showing like on the phone, like how to send this back on. We use dot loop, but, um, I think maybe one day I'll need that. But right now it's only been one time and I, I don't need to be outputting that money for that. So yeah, I do everything on my own. So there's a bunch of, you know, real estate agents who have been in the industry the same amount of time that you have, like a little bit yeah. over a year, right? And they have not seen nearly the amount of transactions that you have. Like it, okay. you have done a, a ton for new. So what do you think is the factor 
for you that was able to let you excel so quickly? Oh, that's a heavy question. I, I, um, I appreciate that. And it, it, I don't know. Um, so I would say, I, I don't want to keep coming back to social media, but I'm just very like authentic in myself on social media. And I would feel, I feel like that's what's excelled me so quickly is like, I'm always posting. Um, and I'm always filming like day in the lives or anything like that, I think is what has just like rocketed me. Um, and I say that lightly, but, um, I also think just like getting out in your community and like talking to people is another big thing. Um, I put in my toolkit, I, I uploaded is that like just carrying yourself with confidence is it goes a really long way. Um, having like a good energy when you walk up to people, I've called the for sale by owners. They told, they told me they would work with me if they didn't already have an offer. Um, but it's just like carrying yourself, having a good energy, making people feel excited about they got approved. Um, just things like that. I feel like are really important. Um, and then also, yeah, getting out in the community and I talk, I talk to business owners and I don't mention that I'm a realtor, but I'm like, I just want to film your, I just want to film your gym really quick. Or I want to film your coffee shop really quick. Cause I'm going to make a post about it. And they're like, Oh my God, what's your Instagram? We'd love to share it. Like I'll tag you. Don't worry about it. And they feel like I'm just doing this social media thing for them, but it's really coming back to help me too. So I feel like that, if that answers your question, I'm sorry. No, it if it does. Okay. No, those are really good answers. The, you know, doubling down on marketing is, yeah. and, you know, social media worked really well for you. Everything works like listeners out there, like literally everything works if you do it long enough and hard yeah. enough to see the results. It's yeah. just that a lot of the results aren't instant gratification and the quit happens before the, the, you know, fruits of your labor are actually seen. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I also, I wanted to mention um, there's not many people in the Dayton area that do like home tour videos or they're not doing social media really at all. So, um, I feel that like the bigger cities like Cincinnati or Columbus in Ohio, they're doing, they have those social media people in the area and Dayton didn't have that. And that's what I noticed. And I was like, I'm going to be that I'm going to be the number one social media person for real estate in the Dayton area. Like if you want to know what's going on in Dayton, you're going to come to my page. And that's just like elevating my real estate business. Cause they're like, she knows the area. Why wouldn't I want to work with her? Um, so for other agents out there, just wondering how to do that in your area. Like, is there someone else doing social media? Like study what they're doing in your area and do something different. That's providing extra. Um, not everybody wants to hear about real estate though. You know, like they want to hear the secrets on like investments and stuff when they come to your page. And I see a lot of people in the area doing that, but not everybody wants to hear about that. So provide something else. So that's my tip. <laughs> it's good. It's good. Okay. So is there anything that we did not hit on that you wanted to? Probably I learned something cool, which I've kind of lived, I've kind of lived by recently since I learned that. So I don't know if that's something you want to hit on. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. And you know, so. I don't know if you know this, but my very first wrap up question is what's something cool that you learned recently? Yeah. That's, yeah. Well, it, it, I knew that. Oh, that's why I put it on here. I wrote it. Okay. Yeah. I was like, did she just fucking read my mind? <laughs> I was like, Where are we? Okay. Yeah. No. Right, yeah. Go on. <laughs> tell me. Um, tell me. 
something cool I've learned recently. Um, another agent, I asked him, like, what do you do for your business? He's very successful. His name's Eric Free. I'll give him a shout out. He's at the Beaver Creek office. And he was like, feed the people that feed you. So he does like a once a month call to all of his people and are like, you know, he asks them how they're doing, yada, yada, yada. Um, how's the house? How's the kids? And then he'll say at the end of the call, um, if anybody in your circle was looking for a real estate agent, who would you say? Would you refer me? And if they say no, he marks them off the list and then he'll move on to the next person. Um, and he's like, he just, he won't feed them anymore. Or like feed them. You know what I mean? Like he won't deliver gifts or he won't invite them to different things. Um, and I took that to like, I'm like, exactly. That's exactly how I want to do. Like when there's someone in a circle or something that I'm hanging out with that I know is going to be looking for a house, I'm going to every single dinner that we're invited to with them. I'm going to hang out with them at every occasion or whatever. So if you see, like, I've just taken that like super deep. And I really like that tip. If someone got engaged, I'm going to send them a little gift. If I could see myself working with them in the future. Um, if I know that they don't have a cousin that's a realtor or a neighbor that's a realtor, you know what I mean? But like, it's just connecting those like relationships with how you could work with them is I just like that. I just liked that advice. And I just, I almost live by that from my business perspective. Yeah. I love that too. And since you, you know, you already got the first wrap-up question. The next one is, what events are you going to in the next 12 months, if any? So one of the events is um, I'm hosting a Galentine's Day event with a local, um, local. it's called the Lady Bunch. Shout out to them. Um, they do small like vendor pop-ups and they just get a bunch of vendors, women vendors, women-owned vendors um, together. And they just invite people. And I was like, let me do one, but all Dayton local women owned events or vendors. So we're gathering that right now and we almost have like 15, 20 vendors and I am so pumped. I'm going to invite all of my women clients. Um, or if it's a, you know, a male client, I'll invite their sister, but no men allowed. I'm just so pumped for that. And like the Dayton thing is like, that's my thing. So that's why I'm super excited about that. That's one event. Another event is our, um, brokerage luncheon and that's where I'll learn if I won rookie of the year and that has been like my dream since like since the first day I honestly I've manifested it so hard if I don't get it I'll probably cry if I don't get it <laughs> I've manifested it so hard so we'll see what You'll is see that me on Instagram what yeah well I want to know when's the brokerage luncheon so I can be on the lookout to see if you got you're, it you're gonna be on my Instagram and I'm gonna be like <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> it's not right it's probably i think it's uh february 1st yeah. okay cool that's very God. exciting i hope you get it i feel like you thank did. you i, I don't see. i have no nothing to back up that statement other than but i think you did really well at the game the high, yeah, the high the high yeah. yeah exactly um okay morgan how can listeners help you in your business um if you're an out-of-town realtor if you know anybody that's moving to the Dayton area, we have an Air Force base here. So a lot of people in the military are. I'm always taking clients for a referral fee. So that's how you can help my business, of course. Follow me on social media. Um, and then, of course, like if you're a realtor in Texas and I'm looking for someone to move to Texas and I'm going to refer an agent client to you. So that's how they can help my business. Um, but yeah. And one more time, where can they find you online? Oh, everywhere. They can find me. 
at on Instagram at Turgen with four N's on TikTok with Turgen with four N's and on Facebook Morgan Turner. Dude, you crack me up. You really do. It was funny. Like I had an interview before this, and she was lovely. Her name's Susan, but she's um, okay. you know she, she was like I'm 62 years old. I'm not online at all. Like her CRM is index cards, which is it works for her. I love it. And then my very next one is you. So I'm like, we're we're oh bouncing. My God. <laughs> yeah, you were like completely shifting, yeah. and I'm like I'm excited to hear that because like I said, I don't know. Oh, she, she's a badass. Like, she she's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm excited to hear that because, like, I don't know how people do it without social media. And I know that that's naive for me to say, but it's true. So no, it's I would okay. love to hear hers. I got to hear about Susan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, perfect. And um, listeners, as you, if you don't already, make sure you go and hit the follow and the notifications on whatever podcast app that you listen to, or go over to YouTube and subscribe and notifications there. So you can always hear what's coming up next. And... Hit me up, The Shelby Show on Instagram. Hit up the owner of the show, Erin Amuchastegui. We want to hear your feedback, what you like, what you don't like, all the things. And Morgan, thank you so much for coming on thank the show today. Thank you so much. I loved it. And you were so much fun. We would have, we would be, <laughs> our energies match. I love it. For sure. Love for it. sure. Um, okay, cool. And Real Estate Rockstars, thanks for listening. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.